I want to start by thanking you for watching this evening, as always. And I pray that you've been able to enjoy the day. I, I pray that you've been able to uh, be successful in what God has asked you to, to do. And as always, remember that if today hasn't turned out the way that you'd like for it to, um, you can change that. Um, you don't have to let the mistakes and failures of the day define who you are. And I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful that He forgives us, loves us, cares for us, even when we don't make it easy. Tonight I want to talk to you about two groups of people, doers and complainers. Uh, I think that all of us know people that are doers. They get the job done at home, at work, at church. If there's a need, they jump in. You don't have to ask them. You don't have to, to force them. They just do. And we probably have all met someone in our life that doesn't like to do, but sure loves to complain. And tonight I want to show you that doers are blessed. Complainers are not. In Judges chapter 12, we've just looked at how Jephthah won a great battle. He had experienced great hardship. But listen to what happens in chapter 12 of verse 1. And I want you to hear this because this is going to sound familiar to you. Then the men of Ephraim gathered together, crossed over toward Zaphon, and said to Jephthah, Why did you cross over to fight against the people of Ammon and did not call us to go with you? We will burn your house down on you with fire. You say, Ephraim, complaining about not being invited to battle, that sounds familiar. You are right. If you were to flip back to Judges chapter 8, I want to read you in verse 1 with Gideon. Now the men of Ephraim said to him, Why have you done this to us by not calling us when you went to fight with the Midianites? And they reprimanded him sharply. I want you to notice tonight that when you become critical or a complainer, it will only get worse unless you give it to the Lord. You see, in chapter 8, when Ephraim was complaining to Gideon, they reprimanded him, right? I can't believe you did that to us. You shouldn't have did that. We wanted to be involved, and it was a reprimand. But if you hear here in chapter 12, and we're, I don't know, uh, I think we've said maybe 50 years, probably, give or take, um, from Gideon. Um, so another generation has risen up and heard these stories. Then they said, we will burn your house down on you with fire. And if you've ever been around someone, when you see them start to get bitter, you and I know that that bitterness doesn't get less. It continues to get more. When someone starts to get a critical attitude, it continues to get worse, not better. 
It starts out with, boy, I sure didn't like the sermon today, to boy, I didn't like the sermon in the Sunday school class. Then I didn't like the sermon in the Sunday school class and my music leader. Then it's, I didn't like the Sunday school class. I didn't like my Sunday school. I didn't like my sermon. I didn't like my music. And then I didn't like the door greeters. And then it gets to, I didn't like the sermon. I didn't like my Sunday school class. I didn't like the music. I didn't like the door greeter. And I didn't like the parking lot. You see, that's how it expands. Molehills become mountains. And the men of Ephraim didn't want to really be a part of fixing the problem. They wanted to complain that they didn't get the credit. And friends, tonight I want to challenge you. If you're a complainer, if you are someone who has a critical spirit, tonight if God does not get a hold of you, it will only get worse. And it will only cost more. Now, Listen to how Jephthah responds as a doer. And Jephthah said to them, My people and I were in great struggle with the people of Ammon. And when I called you, don't miss this, you did not deliver me out of their hands. So when I saw that you would not deliver me, I took my life in my own hands and crossed over against the people of Ammon. And the Lord delivered them into my hand. Why have you come against me this day to fight me? You see, that's how people do. I can't believe you didn't invite me. I can't believe you didn't want my help. I can't believe you never invited me to this or do that. Well, it was only in the bulletin for 17 Sundays. It was only on the church Facebook page for three weeks. You only knew about our wedding coming up a year ago. You only knew that I was having surgery six months ago. You see, you knew, but you did nothing. And what Jephthah says is, if I waited on you, nothing would get done. And he says, God told me to do, and I'm going to do. And now you are showing up here upset because the doer got things done. And friends, today I want you to know that Christians need to be doers. We've got to stop sitting around and complain. If we want the sick to be prayed for and healed, it's time to get to be praying. If we want the poor to be fed, it's time for us to do the feeding. If we want the sick and the wounded to be cared and visited, it's time for us to be doing. The coronavirus has sapped the church of its willingness to do. Now, I don't think you ought to lick doorknobs. I think you ought to be cautious when you need to be. But it's time that the church gets back to the business of doing. It's time for God's people to get back to the business of doing. There are lost and dying people everywhere. And the church has said, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to complain that nothing can be done. And so tonight I want to challenge you. You say, well, Jake, my marriage is terrible. We've been miserable for years. Stop complaining and start doing. Start praying together. Start reading your Bibles together. Start going to church together. Start start uh, doing missions together. Do, do. Don't complain. Church members, don't sit around and wait for someone else to serve in the nursery. Don't wait for someone else to serve on the building committee. Don't, don't wait for someone else to be a door greeter. You jump up. Say, I'll do it. Because friends, I am telling you, if you wait and wait and wait, nothing will get done.
and the church has got to be doing. There's people that live within a mile or two miles of every single one of us that don't know Jesus. And the Bible says, how can they know if no one preaches? And if no one is going up go, how can they preach? And so I want to challenge you tonight, whether it's in your marriage or in your finances or in your you're raising your children, stop complaining and start doing. Start doing. Because right here it says, not only did Ephraim start with complaining, then they went to complaining and threatening. Jephthah says here, you know what? You were going to leave me to die and now I'm going to battle against you. Friends, eventually all that complaining, all that bitterness, it'll be turned back to you. And God doesn't want that for you. God doesn't want you to be bitter. God doesn't want you to be a grouch. God doesn't want you to be a, an old sour grouch that never smiles and never serves. That's not what God wants for you. He wants you to be doing. He wants you to be serving. He wants you to be loving. Be a part of winning the spiritual battles in your life and the lives of others. Church is full of complainers. Our country is full of complainers. Our nation is full of complainers. And many of you might even be one or be married to a complainer. Complainers are not hard to find. But a doer is a rare thing. And so tonight, ask God to forgive you. Ask God to evaluate you. And say, Lord, make me a doer. Whether it's the gift of encouragement to become a prayer warrior, soul winner, whatever it may be. Say, Lord, no one else is going to do it. Raise me up, God. Help me to do what you've called me to do. And so as always, I just want you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you. And if I can do anything for you, I would love to try. And uh, know that I am praying for you. And I look forward to seeing you next Monday night. If you don't have a church home or you're or looking for a church home, We'd love to have you Sunday morning at 8 or 10.30 or 6 p.m. We've got revival Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Brother Tim Lee will be with us. And so if you have lost friends and families, invite them. Come and see what God can do in not only your life, but in the lives of your family and friends. And I know I say this often, and I really do mean it, but boy, I hope the Lord comes back tonight. But if he doesn't and gives us another opportunity, I look forward to seeing you again here on Monday night. And may God richly bless you.